0: Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I am your host, Felicia Atlas. Glad to be here with you again today. I hope that everyone had a blessed weekend. I hope that everyone celebrated the Lord, his death, burial, and resurrection, even the Passover, whatever holiday or observance you took over the last few days to acknowledge and admonish our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I just salute you. I hope that your time was blessed. My time was very blessed, very peaceful. I am just amazed by the grace and glory of God, what he's done in my life, what I see him doing in the lives of others. And I give him praise, glory, and honor for everything that he's done. I hope that you took time to enjoy the Lord. I hope that you took time to enjoy your family. And I hope that the Lord stirred up something within you by acknowledging and observing his resurrection, that all things can be quickened in our lives. All things can be resurrected in our lives. Even the man of God prophesied to the dry bones, to the very dry bones, and they stood on their feet in exceeding great army. So I just want to encourage you in the Lord today that God is still able to do exceeding abundantly above. He's still the God of the resurrection. He's still the God of the three day building and it's ironic that I, I watched the movie The Resurrection last night with my mother. It was a great movie. Anything that speaks on the truth and the existence of who our Lord and Savior is, I am jumping at the opportunity to partake and to learn more because you learn different things in the movie that you might not learn, um, through teachings or through study. And so, um, through the reenactment of the story, everything may not be exactly like the word of God says, but it will kind of help to paint a picture and get an idea. Although I've seen many biblical movies throughout my life, um, They all point out something different because I'm always looking for things. I'm always looking for truths. I'm always looking for powerful pieces of information for the anointing to be revealed in my life through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I noticed some very powerful things. And um, one of the things that they mocked the Lord about in that movie was the fact that he said that the building would be torn down and be built again within three days. And um, I had no idea how the Lord was going to move today through the teaching of dominion. We're still talking about a dimension of greatness. We're still talking about dominion, possessing land, treading on serpents and scorpions and nothing shall by any means harm us as we possess the land and look forward to receiving the promises of God and laying hold on the purposes of God and reenacting his glory in our lives. I pulled out some things in the movie last night that are going to help a little bit today as it pertains to a dimension of greatness. We have not moved away from dominion. Dominion is not something that you wake up one morning and that you attain. It takes war. It takes fight. It takes resilience. It takes tenacity. It takes vision. It takes so many things. And you know that we started the podcast with vision and God is still revealing things. I'm still having visions. I'm still experiencing things that are walking with me and traveling with me and, uh, having the experience of transit glories, if you will, as I intend to uh, pursue dominion pertaining to my own personal life. We all have something to attain. We all have a place of arrival. We all are called to press toward the mark. What is that mark? As you press toward and march toward and, um, Travail in the direction that the Lord is calling you into, you will possess land, you will take territory, and you will lay hold on the promises of God. I had some great time um, today, as a matter of fact, just enjoying the Word of God, just enjoying a dimension of greatness as the Lord revealed himself in a powerful way. I'm always humbled and I'm always enthused when he shows up in the way that he did today. He came in a very, very peculiar way today and I am grateful. Thank you, Jesus. I'm thankful for his presence. I'm thankful for the anointing. I'm thankful for the spirit. Um, I did a teaching many, many years ago about uh, the difference between the Holy Spirit and the anointing. And so this morning during my time of praise and worship... <laughs> I kind of reflected on that a little bit and got into some scriptures and everything, but the Lord hasn't released me to fully, um, share the fullness of that revelation. Not at this point anyway, but, um, a lot of people don't know that the anointing is different than the Holy ghost. The anointing is not the same thing as the Holy Spirit. Um, Before I get into the recap, I'm just going to touch bases on that a little bit, because I want people to know that through the 12 sons of Israel, through the 12 tribes of of Israel and of Jacob, um, certain purposes, principles, powers, anointings were released through the pattern of God. This is God's pattern. This is the way that he set out for us to experience him and for us to thrive in him. He doesn't call us. To just be bumps on a log, he doesn't call us to just be pew fillers, he doesn't call us to sit back and watch other people be blessed. He's called all of us to have an abundant life, he's called all of us into a place of promise. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, during my time of praise and worship this morning, I had such a glorious time. Oh my god, it was wonderful! <laughs> and I always say that not to boast and not to brag, I always say that to trigger a hunger within the listeners. Thank you, by the way, to all the listeners, Ghana, Nigeria, um, Ireland, Canada, Germany. Um, what else? What else? Pakistan. Um, there's so many different places. I can't call them all. And I hope I didn't forget anyone. Um, You know who you are. You know who you are. The people abroad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can always send me comments through the WordPress site or visit Instagram, um, the Felicia Atlas page and click the link and you can leave comments. Thank you for the people that have been leaving comments. Thank you for the people that have been inboxing me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I had a man of God from, I think, Nigeria message me and say that him and his entire group of um I think his congregation were listening to me. He said that there was a group of them. And as a matter of fact, he even said that he was going to begin preaching on some of the messages that he heard from me. And I was so thrilled and he was so humbled and I I appreciate him, Uh, Pastor Justin. And um, also he said that he was comparing some of my teachings to Miles Monroe, (laughs) I was like, no. He said, yeah, we were just listening to some of the teachings um, from Miles Monroe and yours are very similar. And I said, oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm honored. I had the pleasure of meeting Miles, the late uh, Dr. Miles Monroe once. And he is someone that I will never forget. He was great. He was very professional. We did a business. Um, we had a business. Meeting and um, everything went well. He was a pleasure. So I was very honored for Pastor Justin in Nigeria to reference me in the same um, comment as Dr. Mouse Monroe. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. So um, I just want to trigger people to spend time with the Lord. I am always jumping at the opportunity to move in the Spirit, to operate in the Spirit of God. The, the anointing is not. People always pray for the anointing and they pray for, I don't know what people think it is, but I have a beautiful testimony today. I have a beautiful revelation I'm going to share today because today I saw the anointing. I saw the anointing. I saw the anointing. I saw it. And the way that the Lord revealed it to me was very, 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 um, I don't want to say funny, but it was like, it tickled me (laughs) because I couldn't believe. You know, there are things that we think are complicated and and, and God will show us that it's not complicated. Um, the, your flesh is is complicated, but the presence of God, the availability in God, the access in God is always, it's always, always, always seeking an opportunity. <laughs> Do you know what it means to seek an opportunity? The presence of God seeks us more than we seek it. My God, I'm gonna share that a little bit later, but I just wanna let you know that through my time of praise and worship this morning, It was very powerful. It's always very powerful because I won't leave the presence of God until he blesses me. I'm like, Jacob, I will wrestle. I I have to have the blessing before I leave the presence of God. I figure you might as well be blessed if you're in his presence, right? And so God was revealing to me certain things, certain dimensions of greatness, praise and worship. And I don't want to get ahead of myself because he even showed me the glory of the tribe of Judah and that praise and that worship anointing. Oh, my God. Music has the ability to welcome the power and presence of God. He reveals himself through that time of communion. Um, you know, the angels dance. God, Jesus, they, they dance. They move. They, they have the ability to acknowledge sounds in the spirit. And people say that's not true, but it is true. God created the sounds and he created the, um, he, the purpose of sounds. Now what those sounds are used for is a totally different thing, but in God, I'm going to get into that. But I had a brief moment to envision what the time was like back in the days of David, back in the days of Abraham, when they would dance and praise and worship God. And God took me to that place. He took me to that moment. And you will not believe what I heard, what I saw, such an angelic, powerful visitation, such a time in the spirit. And that's why I tell people, if you press in the spirit, you'll have encounters. The encounters help you trust God. The encounters with God help you fulfill his word. The encounters with God help you fulfill his will. There is never, ever, ever, God never releases an encounter, a dream, a vision. He never allows us to experience his presence, the Holy Spirit, the fire, the anointing, the glory without a purpose. There's always a purpose behind it. God doesn't just say, oh, here's my spirit. Hope you enjoyed that. The spirit is always to regenerate, to cause us to be renewed, to cause us to be restored, revitalized. All the REs, God is doing it in our lives through his presence, through his power. So I urge and I um, beseech you to get into the presence of God as much as possible. The music, if you need music, today was one of the days I said, I'm not doing music. I sometimes do not turn on the music so that I can have a deeper encounter and hear more clearly. When you are able to tap into the presence of God without any music, you've grown, you've matured. And today was one of the days I said, I don't want any music. And so I went through my whole encounter with God. It was blessed, it was powerful. And then when I got into studying, I decided to turn on a particular, Um, warfare clip that I have, and it's an instrumental, and it was so powerful, it was so great, I could not believe it, and like I said, the Spirit of the Lord showed me the presence of worship back then. He didn't show me the people, He didn't show me faces, He showed me the presence of worship. What does the presence of worship look like? He showed me the presence of praise. What does the presence of praise look like? It looks like an encampment of glory, and it's all over the place and you just get in. You just get into it and you move with it. Sometimes you don't know why you clap your hands the way you do. There's That's because there's an angel next to you. He's clapping his hands like that and you can't see him, but you just react physically. And sometimes you don't know why you start to sing that song. The angel of the Lord is singing that song. Your spirit is picking up on it and you're just repeating it. <laughs> sometimes you don't know why you begin to dance in your home the way that you dance. The angels of the Lord are dancing that way and they're releasing the anointing. For you to participate because they want to take you to a deeper level. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. Music is very important to God. I heard the sound of the shofar today. It was so beautiful. I heard the sound of the trumpet in this worship medley. It was so anointed, but God took me to the old days. I saw in the mountains when they would worship in the mountains. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord, for showing me that. I saw. In the valley, how they would worship the Lord. I saw how they would, um, you know, set themselves up in a, in a posture and in a position to hear from God, and they would shout. There's no drum like the drum of the tribe of Judah. There's no drum like the drum of of the time of David. And God was showing me that every culture has percussion. There is no culture that does not acknowledge the baseline, and the baseline signifies the heart of God. Boom. Boom. Boom, and God was showing me that and it was so great. <laughs> Cause God knows I love music, you know? So I just wanted to share that and encourage somebody, turn on your music and um, hear the sound of God, hear the song of the Lord, let the Lord give you a new song. The Bible talks about a new song. What does it mean a new song? The new song means a new glory. The new song means a new dimension. The new song means a new experience, a new encounter. The new song is newness. It's a presence. It's a power. It's a glory. It's an anointing. You might not even know what you're saying, but the spirit of newness has come to regenerate you. That word is for someone. So. Last week I'm gonna recap so we can get into the word because today is gonna to be a very beautiful, powerful revelation. And I'm gonna deliver a dimension of greatness as it pertains to dominion. We're still taking territory, we still want the land, the land of the original purpose. I saw something powerful today while studying. Oh, it was good. It talked about in the book of Genesis, which we're not discussing that today, but I just wanna point this out. It talks about uh, the book of it was in the book of Genesis, and I was studying about how Lot. And Abra- Abraham parted ways. They both had much, many riches, many cattle, many possessions, and they had to part ways because there was an abundance of resources that they both had available to them. And um, I was studying, oh my God, and I, I wasn't looking for it, but it was revealed to me by the Spirit of God. Um, the Bible says that Abraham decided to stay in the land. Of Canaan. And it says that Lot decided to go into the cities of Jordan. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me the reason that Lot ran into the territorial opposition in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh my God. Because Abraham stayed in the land of Canaan. The land means the original purpose. So Abraham stayed in the original purpose, that's wisdom. And Lot saw the city. And I never knew this until today. The Bible says the city was watered like the garden of Eden. So Lot knew what he was saying was good. So he went that way, but he didn't know that in the land which signifies and, and resembled the garden of Eden. The Bible says the cities of Jordan resemble the garden of Eden. Lot went that way. Who wouldn't go that way? But when he got to Sodom and Gomorrah, the land had already been perverted with a spirit of uncleanliness, a spirit of death, a spirit of hatred. He couldn't see that the enemy had already saturated the city of Jordan with evil. And so that's why I talk about dominion so much is because the original purpose is where we want to remain in the land to avoid destruction to avoid destruction and to reap the benefits and the blessing and the harvest and the plenteousness and all of the greatness that God has in store. So last week we discussed because of the anointing Levi part two, that episode was for people seeking the power to establish their purposes in God and to attach it to the anointing. I hope that everyone that listened to last week understood what I was saying because it's so powerful. I'm getting excited just talking about it. Your endeavors, your motives, your intention in God has to be attached to the anointing for it to be glorified in the name of Jesus. We can do whatever we want on a day-to-day basis. On a daily basis, we can get up, go to work, we can go to church, we can, you know, do our daily activities, spend time with our families, travel, whatever it is that we do. Minus the anointing. We can do that every day minus the anointing. But the Lord revealed to me that anything anti-anointing is anti-Christ. If you have a business and the anointing hasn't saturated it, that's an anti-Christ spirit on your business. Because the anointing is supposed to attach your purpose. Oh my God. To the purposes of God. So that's what the third son of God. Lee of Israel represents Levi, the third son. Levi means to attach, means to intertwine, means to unite, to remain. You want your business to remain prosperous. You want your ministry to remain um, functional. You don't want the door to close on the glory of your purpose. So you need to attach it To the anointing. Levi was the third son. The number three meaning to establish. So you want your graces and glories to be established in God. It also means obligation. God will be obligated to bless with the anointing rest upon. And then it means to lend. God will be obligated to lend to you what is required for you to function within that purpose. God will cause you to abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Levi also means to abide. So you have the anointing to unite with God to remain prosperous, to borrow from the Lord. God is obligated to bless you. He's obligated to lend to you. And then you can abide in his presence. Then you can cleave to him. It also means to cleave and to join. This is what the tribe of Levi had as they established a priesthood. And so I also discussed last week about the economy, the budget, and the market. God is giving us those three things in this in this season through this revelation of the tribe of Levi. Numbers 18 and 8 says, the Lord spake unto Aaron, behold, I also have given thee charge of mine heave offerings of all the hallowed things of the children of Israel. So these are all of the... The offerings are every gift that you have to give to God. Every opportunity you have to bless the name of the Lord. The tribe of Levi was over those things, meaning the priesthood anointing is over that thing to cause it to be joined to God. There has to be a joining taking place. There has to be connectivity. Just like you try to go to www. and there's no Internet service, you will get the blank screen. But if you connect to the source of the Internet, you can search the land of the web. So, just like your business, you have to have connectivity. You got to have the Wi Fi on your business. You got to have the Wi Fi in your ministry to be able to co- connect to the promises of God. Otherwise, you'll be blind leaders of the blind. So I talked last week about the economy, the budget, and the market. The market is going to have a serious influx of traffic and opportunities. Remember that, thus saith the Lord. The marketplace is going to abound in plenteousness. There will be so many opportunities. You won't be able to keep up with the business, with the orders, with the traffic. You will not be able. God is establishing a bridge, if you will, from heaven to earth for the anointing to be able to filter down into the lives of the people of God to cause them to flourish in this season. And so that is the word of the Lord. I discussed that last week. Um, I talked about how Isaiah expedited the authority of the anointing. He said that the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. He was speaking in reference to the tribe of Levi being established through Moses. And the people being able to possess the land. So Isaiah says the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. I talked about that last week. And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. And his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. We all know that I talked about the second son Simeon representing the government. He is the shoulder. The shoulder sits. The government sits on the shoulder. Just like Christ. The the government will be on his shoulders. So that yoke has to be broken off of the neck which um, Shechem which is where Simeon gained his um, authoritative anointing or his authorization in the anointing to operate as a child of promise through Shechem. Even though they did wrong, it established many opportunities, opportunities to defeat the works of the enemy, to destroy the works of the enemy. The devil came in and tried to speak hatred and death over Simeon and Levi. They were joined. And I'm going to talk about how Jacob prophesied to them as one. And every other brother got prophesied to Uh, as their father was prophesying the end time blessing, they all got a word individually, but Simeon and Levi got their word together. They got that prophetic mandate together. Why is that? Because Simeon represents the promise. Levi represents the anointing. So they got to go hand in hand. (laughs) Isaiah 61 and one says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because... The Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. So today we're going to talk about building upon the anointing. Once, after you realize that you have that access to God to tap into an anointing, to tap into operating, whether it be a prayer anointing, whether it be a, a friend, a friendship anointing, there's an anointing in friendship that you cleave to certain people, just like Jonathan and David, Jonathan had an anointing. You have to have an anointing. If your father is trying to kill your best friend and you worship and, and you love your best friend and his existence more than the will of your father, that's an anointing because Jacob uh, saw represented the evil one, the, the, the enemy David represented the anointing. And so here you go. Jonathan cleaved to the anointing. So through that anointing, uh, he loved David as himself. So everyone has to understand that no matter what you do, it may not be directly in ministry. The anointing can still be. Intertwined into it, your music, your job. You work. At, you have a desk job. You have a factory job. You're an artist. You paint. You do hair. Everything you do can have an anointed principle joined to it to cause it to flourish in the kingdom of God. So the Bible says, "The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because I'm focusing on the because because we're building upon the anointing because the Lord has there's four dimensions. Number one, anointing me to preach good tidings to the meek. One anoint, uh, sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, two, uh, sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives, three, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Those are four dimensions of opportunity that God will release an anointing. I'm not going to, I don't have time to get into all four of those today, but today we're focusing on the because, because you don't experience the anointing of God because the purpose isn't there. I've never heard anyone teach a teaching on the anointing that focuses on purpose. The anointing is built for purpose. So you can, you have the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Ghost and fire living inside you, the spirit of God, but the anointing purposes that spirit. So you can speak in tongues all day, but what are you doing with it? Because the tongues are not for just so you can You know, have a beautiful heavenly sound coming out of your mouth. It's not for that, it's to pull down strongholds, to like he said, preach good tidings, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim the liberty of the captives, open the prison. So, those are different types of opposition. And God says, Because, because, because you need to know the because in this season. Why am I in prayer in the middle of the night all night? Why is the Lord causing me to wake up at 5 a.m.? Why is the Lord causing me to minister to this person every day? I don't know this person. Why is the Lord causing me to want to start this kind of business? I don't even like kids, but he's telling me to look into daycares. Why? The because is very important because it causes the purposes of God to smear the identity of God. The anointing means to smear. It means to Grease, richness, fatness, plenteousness. It causes you to shine, to become, to make, to be healthy, strong, and full of vigor. So the anointing being included in all of the occasions in the Old Testament through the tribes, not just the tribe of Levi, but throughout all of the tribes, is very, very, very important because once the oil falls, there's a purpose there. There's a consecratory gift and unction to fulfill the work of the Lord. The yoke in that reference, in that scripture, is referencing the neck or the shoulder. Remember I told you the gates of Simeon, the gates of Shechem. So that promise has to, the anointing connects to the promise to break off the governmental authority that the enemy may have placed on your life. You need the anointing because legally the the enemy has placed poverty, a spirit of poverty on your life. So you need the anointing to break that yoke because it's on there through a governmental structure. So the anointing will legally wipe away and smear the glory of God on your life on your promise on your business on your ministry it's just like the function keys on the computer you have the control P meaning control P means to print um, and it's a shortcut and there are all these control functions, and it will undo what the enemy has done. Every life has its own keyboard, the function keys on the keyboard, but you have a code that will remove a yoke. You might hit Control F or Alt F, and that will bring you financial plenteousness. You might have to hit plus nine on your keyboard. Everyone's is different, but when the anointing comes, to the system, the computer system, it will tell you which keys to push. The system remembers the keys. If the devil pushed FD on you for destruction, you have a key to undo FD. You control L, life in your system. So the anointing has a system for every life that is joined to a purpose. That is the principle of the tribe of Levi. They had gotten away from their purpose. The Bible says they were instruments of cruelty. They were not doing good. They killed all the men of Shechem. Levi had not done any good deed up until the point where God dedicated them to the house of the ministry, to the work of the ministry, to the word of the Lord, to be ministers unto him, to be priests unto him. They had everything the other brothers the other brothers had, but God said, I'm gonna take this tribe and everything they do will be yielded to me. That's why in every territory they were obligated to give them a city. Yes, you own this business, but you're gonna give two or three allotments to God every month, you own this or you own that, but you're going to be obligated to consecrate this much or Bless this person with that. That's where the order of Melchizedek comes in. Melchizedek was the first person to be mentioned in the Bible as priest and king. The order of Melchizedek came before Abraham established his children, before there was an Isaac, before there was a Jacob. There was the order of Melchizedek, which falls right in line with the tribes of Israel. So it's very important to understand the word of God and the purposes of God because we have to obey the system. We cannot de Uh, deter from the system because the promises of God are there. The blessing of God is there. The protection is there. And in this hour, God wants us to be able to differentiate between Jacob releasing a prophetic mandate and purpose and the Lord sanctifying that prophetic mandate and purpose. There are words over our life that have to be differentiated from our peers, from the world, from secular activity and it has to be joined to the purposes of God. God is saying in this hour, connect with me, join with me, fellowship with me. Simeon and Levi, are brothers, they're instruments of cruelty. They got their prophetic word together, but God says the promise and the anointing come together, but I'm going to put my presence on it and my glory on it in this season and you will do greater works. So we're going to finish this next week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a dimension of greatness this week. And I can't wait. Make sure you go and get the anointing and you build a on it in Jesus name.